singer, songwriter, and guitarist, Tim Turner has been performing in the Seattle area since the 1960s. He's one of the members of Crystal Sect and a famous Seattle band, Child. He is hosting the annual West Seattle reunion, and he took a few minutes to reminisce on the Better Each Day podcast radio show. Be my neighbor, yes, won't you? <laughs> Mr. McFeely will be coming over and we're gonna feed the fish. You, uh, well, let me ask you this I wanted to play some of your music, and do you have a preference? Of, should we be doing oh, you know what? I would anything that you're hearing that you think I would, I would, I would prefer you to pick something, and 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 anything is okay that you have. I have no idea what you have, but I'd just as soon be surprised and play. I have no preference. Okay. That's a long answer to the short question. Yeah. Well, is <laughs> is there current Tim Turner stuff that I have access to on like YouTube or something like that? Um, well, you know, there's a bunch of stuff on YouTube. I, I don't go there much. I, I've seen things on there for me. Some I like, some I wonder, would that be up there for the rest of my life? You know, some of the stuff is cool and some of it, you know, you wish you would have been, you would have been better. I find some of the best stuff that's been recorded is when we don't know we're being recorded. Yeah. That- and then... You know, and have a tendency, a lot of times, it's so weird. Um, there's been times I've been playing live and somebody's brought some equipment out and we're trying to record and just, man, you just think about the recording too much. So the best things have been when people say, hey, just yeah, YouTube, I record you. But no, I don't have anything. I don't even, I don't know. So anything, if you hear anything on there, any child music, um, well, there is a song called Born on a River. Yeah, okay. Um I already captured that. That's one, one of my. That's one of my favorites. That's a child song. I got a song we'd like to play that was written by a good friend of ours who used to play music with us a few years ago. One of our favorite tunes is called "Born on a River."
Thank you very, very much. Thank you, Randy Valley. Okay, and there was even a, oh, a Crystal Sex song. I don't know if you know that song on YouTube. Oh, oh well, well, no, I didn't. I, oh, is it, one is called Days and Weeks, and what's called What Time Is It? Yeah, we actually are, are the bass player who, when I left home when I was 16, I lived with his family. We recorded that in 1968 and downtown at Carney Barton's um studio on fourth avenue is called audio recording first time ever in a recording studio and i think it was really one of the first professional recording studios in the northwest and uh, a lot of uh, local bands recorded there and we recorded the song and we'd never been in the studio before and we um he's actually found 36 copies of the uh of the 45 oh really a lot of people don't know what a, what a 45 is <laughs> and we're, he's going to bring them tomorrow to one of our our rehearsals and, and we're going to sign them. Oh, cool. But, uh, I, I got a really quick story about that record. Can I tell you what it is? Yeah. 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 Anyway, we, we recorded it. So we finally had the, uh, the acetate, um, and it sounded good. So we got, we got some cop copies printed up and uh, we went down to KJR. 
on a Saturday morning. And we were like, you know, this would have been 1967 or 68, right in there. And we went to KJR and uh, talked to a guy named Lan Roberts, who was a disc jockey. And he listened to about half of it. And he said, well, boys, pretty good. I'll tell you what I'll do. I will play this record on Monday morning and we'll have our listeners call in and see what they think of it. And we couldn't believe we were going to get played on KJR. That was like, didn't get any better than oh, that. Oh, that's the coolest so thing ever. So we told yeah. everybody we knew. We told our family, our friends. We told people we didn't even know about it. And he said, we'll play it sometime around the 7 o'clock hour. So we all got up at 4 in the morning. <laughs> so we'd make sure we didn't miss it <laughs> no. before school. And we gathered around the radio, and it's, you know, 6. And it's going towards 7. And then when 7 hit, we all thought the next thing we we're going to hear on the radio is going to be um, you guys. Um, the song. Yeah. And then 710, then 715, 730, and then quarter to, and then for, say it's time to get going to school. Never played it, never played it. We're all dejected. And so we faced all of our friends uh, that day. Oh, yeah, man, you got records going to be played. And they said we stayed up, but we got up early to listen to it. And it, um, we did call when we got home from school and talked to some secretary who had no idea what we were talking about it. And she said, oh, I think it got lost in the shuffle, boys. We're sorry. So that was my introdu- introduction to the music business. So what song was it? It was uh, the day, well, we recorded two songs, uh, uh, a, a side and the B side. I think the A side would be considered um, Days and Weeks. And that one was uh, written by Tom Hop, our bass player. And here it is, here it coming, is. At coming at you from, from 1968, 1968. Days, days and Weeks, weeks with, with Crystal, Crystal Set. Set. Days and weeks don't mean too much now. Since you're gone, I live alone People say hi, but I just walk by They can't see I'm on my own Once you loved me and I loved you Days and weeks were happy then Days and weeks that went by so slowly It seemed that they could
the other one was um, What Time Is It? A song that I wrote. And so we've actually been, we, I, I hadn't heard him forever, and we've been practicing on him, and we're actually going to play him um, Saturday night at the West Seattle uh, Reunion. Who sings lead on those? Uh, I'm Tom Hop, the bass player, yeah. and his voice sounds really cool. I couldn't believe how, how good it sounds. When I listened to mine, I couldn't, I could not, I could, I actually thought back then, I guess you, you always think you sound pretty good. And I, I, I mean, I know how much of an ego, but listening to it now, I have to, oh, I don't know whether to laugh or cry, but it, it, it does reflect the time of, and I'm going to try to sing it in the same whiny voice that I sang it when we, when we recorded it. So how, so, old uh, were you, I'm how, sure. how old were you when you recorded it? I think it was 17, I would say. Because I, I have a picture 17. of you guys. You're sitting in the bucket of a bulldozer. Yes, yes. And it looks yeah, like... that's me on, on the very right-hand side yeah. with the beetle jacket on, kind of looking away. <laughs> and then the other guy. Yeah, I love that picture. It's and I, great. I barely... The corners of my mind remember, remember uh, our Dave Coleman, fabulous drummer. He, um, his father took that down. Uh, I think we were down somewhere down by Alki. Oh, correct me if I'm wrong, but you must have been having the time of your life while you were doing that. Well, it was great. I mean, it was for being young, but you yeah. know, you're young, but you feel like you're old. I mean, I thought I, I, I had this thing. If you know, if if by 20 or 21. I wasn't a star. I was going to quit music and get a real job. But of course, I never did anything else other than play music. But yeah, we were having a good time. You know, we played, um, there's a place called Hiawatha um, um, Fieldhouse up by West, connected to the West Seattle High School. I, I believe it's still there, but Hiawatha. And they had dances um, on Friday nights. I believe it was the last Friday of the month. But we were the first band ever. That, that up until we we showed up, they played records, and and you'd walk around in a circle. On the outside, it was in the gymnasium, high wall, the playhouse, and then on the, on the inside, if you were bold enough, you would dance. <laughs> yeah. And it was one of those classic things where the uh. the chaperones and teachers would come up and separate you. You really couldn't be getting too close, and that was always kind of fun to be able to kind of dance your way over into a corner and do what they didn't want you to be doing. <laughs> but um, we actually got to uh, we um, got to uh, be the first live band, the Crystal Sucked, to play there. And we had three guitar players and no bass players. And I had this little tiny little amplifier that I thought, gosh, all these amplifiers I see on, on TV, they, they look really big. So I, I had a friend that had a big old speaker cabinet. It was about three feet by three feet. My cabinet was about six inches by six inches. So I just stuck my amplifier behind it <laughs> to make it look like I was playing well, out of a big No, it's a stack of Marshalls, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I didn't even know what a Marshall was back then, but... That Fender had the really cool amplifiers, the basement and the bandmasters. Yeah. Back then, those are the ones everybody wanted. They're still good amps, yeah. Yeah, and then when the Super Beetle came out, Ooh. I thought that was the best thing I'd ever seen in my life. <laughs> and and looking at them now, you don't see many around because they're so rare. I, got to play, I had a couple of friends that have them. They really weren't that big, but they were on this kind of chrome stand with wheels. Yep that made them look big and you could kind of tilt them back. They had a, an access thing you could kind of point them back, but yeah, it was like a hundred, those were good old times, hundred watts time. or something. It was like a mega amp way too loud for a stage definitely. actually. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> so after, uh, after crystal sect, 
what did you do? Did you go directly in the child, or was it? Uh, I've got a feeling you. The child it. started in 1970. I graduated in 1969. Okay. Child started in 1970, and I was living in um, West Seattle, across from Bethlehem Steel Mill, and um, a buddy of mine, Bob Rice, who actually happens to be in the Crystal Sect. He we we ran into each other up in the West Seattle Junk, and he said, "Hey Tim, I was just up at this." Uh, um, music store up in Burien, Johnny Kern's music. And there was a, a notice on the board for a band looking for a guitar player. And they had everybody, but they, they couldn't find a guitar player they liked. And so I ran, me and my brother, uh, Ronzo, a good friend, Ron Larson, conga player, ran up uh, to this music store. And there's this, it was the post was still up there. It said, looking, child, looking for a guitar player, must have his shit together and must be fast. So I called, struck up immediate friendship with these guys, and we moved out and lived in their um, little, um, they had a little shack in the back where they kept uh, um, lawn furniture and lawnmowers, and we lived there for a couple months, and that's how I heard about Child. And that would have been 1970. That was 19. I played the Tavern Circuit in probably 74 through, I don't know, 78, 79, something like that. And I'd see your promo pictures up, but I never did hear you guys. Yeah, we were playing a lot. A lot of people had heard of us, but never heard us because we were working. We we played not only in in Seattle, but we our first road trip in 1970 was to Boise, Idaho, and that was like going to the moon for for most of us. I mean, if you played in Seattle and went to Tacoma, that was like a real big step. You were taking a road trip, but yeah, we played uh, we played just about every venue, high school proms, and we, you know quite a few concerts all over the Northwest. Made it as far as. Um, Oh, let's see. Um, we went to um, God. Um, went down to Texas, uh, in Arizona. We played in Austin. We played in Oklahoma City, Lincoln, Nebraska, up in Canada, and uh, traveled throughout the you know Western United States. I'm an Aberdeen boy. Do you remember playing Aberdeen? The Rocking Horse. That's it. The Rocker. It was either called the Rocker or the Rocking Horse. I totally remember that. Yeah, originally. That was a ways to go too. Yeah, because there was that stretch of road. After you would turn off of five, it's 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 quite improved now. But it was about a ten mile of stretch. It looked like the that road in the Twilight Zone movie where there's no lights. <laughs> and one night we were driving, and Nick had traded his keyboard for this very cool nineteen, I think it was a '67 Cadillac limousine. And the only thing that didn't work on it was the speedometer and the guys driving it. And we got we got pulled over one night, and Rick and he's got this leopard skin. Um, suit on and they're passed out in the back and the cop looked in, in the window and he just burst out laughing <laughs> and instead of giving us a ticket he just said hey we explained to him what we were doing and obviously made a good impression he said we'll just slow it down <laughs> but um, yeah that was a, that was a fun we always had fun down in Aberdeen people would like to rock yeah you don't need a speedometer in Aberdeen yeah, we had the power windows, everything, but the only thing that didn't work is the darn speedometer, so we just went as fast as we could go. It sounds <laughs> like a plan, cool car. You know, point A to point B. Here's a fun question for you. Would you rather have rather have a really cool car, a vacation home, a, a fancy watch, all that kind of stuff, or a band? Well, you know, something about a band, when it's a real band, uh, it, it's kind of a family vibe, and you really can't beat it. There's yeah. a lot to be said for it. And, and as good as it can be, obviously... It can it can be just as bad, you know. The you know we, back in the day when we were playing in like in child, there'd be five, you know, say if there was four of us, everybody would have um, 
I mean, if, if one guy had a dollar, everybody had 25 cents. Nowadays, if one guy's a dollar, one guy has a dollar, and everybody else doesn't have anything. The whole vibe of the of the band thing in some bands, and it's, there are some that are really close, but um, to really dance it, I mean, uh, having a good band and good friends, it's it's pretty special. It's like having a having a family. Everybody looks after each other, and it can be really good, and it can and just as be just as bad in certain situations. So this class reunion it's not even a class reunion i guess it's an all-class reunion for west seattle high school what's your position in this it's a, you're the busiest guy in town that i know of right now yeah well i i actually i went to west Seattle high school graduated in 69 this so this is actually which i have a hard time actually getting the words out of my mouth to fifth fifth fifty fifty year um, reunion, but it's more than that. We're looking at it as, I mean, West Seattle High School is 102 years old this year, so it can be looked at as birthday. And we're inviting people um, to this, um, we're calling it the after reunion party because the the main thing run by the school and everything is up, done up at the school. But then there's various parties, and we've usually had the, I've hosted some of the biggest ones they've had that aren't totally affiliated with the school sanctioned by him, but people from there come out and support it. And it's going to be this Saturday, June 1st, um, at the Whiskey West on California and Fauntleroy in the, down there in the, the Morgan Street Junction in West Seattle. And what, we, what we'd like to do is just get different entertainment, um, different people to um, um, sing. And, and then sometimes people get up and tell a few stories. And uh, it's been really cool. Um, we had it, we had it in different locations over the year, and this is going to be um, my last year of hosting. I figured after 50 years, I would pass the torch on to somebody younger, and a, a young lady named Therese Mockmiller from the class, I believe, uh, 1980. She's been co-hosting and, and doing a lot of the behind-the-scenes work, um, getting um, the the party going. She's gonna, we're gonna find somebody to uh, be hosting it. So this will be my last year doing it so i we got the crystal sect back together it just happens to be that bob one of the guitar players he lives down in oregon but he's playing up at uh in a coffee house up in uh, west seattle on friday night but he's playing up oh. here so it, it works out for him and other guys uh live in west seattle dave coleman's coming from down by uh shelton to come up and play so we're going to be doing um um about four or five songs we're going to do our two songs from our record uh, days and weeks and what time is it and then we're going to be um doing some um picking some classic tunes uh, as well to play i think we're going to try light my fire mark orson the keyboard player he's excellent and that's a song that we used to do back in the day oh so yeah we're going to try to pick songs from the era mm -hmm. you mentioned brown eyed girl i think everybody played that song too yeah, that was that's definitely one that um, <laughs> that we're gonna and with we have a guy Mike McElhoy, who used to be the man called the Nightmates, and we're gonna be doing feel a whole lot better. <laughs> Susie Q, Brown Eyed Girl, oh, yeah, yeah, Margaritaville, yeah. and if we can figure it out, California Dreaming. We're all working on that one right now. How many musicians are involved? Um, all together, let's see. There's like gonna be five in the Crystal Sec, and then Kevin Mason is gonna be coming up. He's a former member of Child. He was also in the uh, production of hair back in the day that traveled all over the United States. Uh -huh. And he's a great uh, talent. He's going to be doing some songs. 
Um, and then we got a few individuals. This is going to be a dozen or more different people. And we're expecting somebody from out, you know, in the audience, somebody wants to come up and sing, sing a song. If they got a favorite song or sing some backup, uh, it's kind of open to everybody. And you don't have to be a, um, alum of West Hill high school. This is open to the public and there's no cover charge. And the, um, it's going to start at about seven and we're going to go until, uh, there's nobody left in there. <laughs> Sounds like fun. A dear friend of mine, Graham Haight, is a graduate of West Seattle High School, and he's the one that told me about this. And he said, "Get a hold of." I totally it. remember that. I totally remember the name. Um, I, I've been if I saw him. I actually I got a Kim Ta. Um, I'm going to be taking up there. Actually, it's a brand new one. I had the best one that I got from '69. It was just packed with, with, um, with um, remembrances and people signing my Kim Ta. About 15 or 20 years ago, I had to go get some piece of uh, ID, and I had to show him uh, to get a new birth certificate. So I took my Kimtaw, and then uh, that night I was doing a show, and I rushed home, and I put a bunch of stuff on top of my, my car as I was loading and unloading. And unfortunately, my Kimtaw was one of the things I lost, oh, and no. I felt bad about it. So last year, there was an ad in the um, in the West in the Chinook that they sent me that uh, that somebody had uh, some new uh, Kimtos from certain years, and there was actually a couple left from 69. So I went and bought it. So I'm going to set up it in a little corner, and I'm going to ask anybody that, that would that would like to, to sign my, oh, my Kimtos. That's interesting. You'll have, like, updated signatures. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So what have you been doing for the last 50, 50 years? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's that's fun. Boy, we put a lot of work into getting this thing together between your schedule yeah, and, yeah. and my yeah. computer. You know what? I really appreciate you taking taking the time, and um, maybe we could do um, we could do something again. Yeah, and I'll have more of my. I'm kind of. I have this table in front of me, but it's filled with song lyrics, songs, notes, and all this stuff. But we could maybe do one a little bit more. Um, uh, in, into uh, the, the child thing. I got some great stories that maybe we could talk about. And I, I plan on putting another CD out here. Hopefully, I got the songs for it. It's just about getting the backing right now. So it'd be great to do this again. Sounds great. Go ahead and review the uh, location and times and everything. Yes, uh, this uh, the function for the West Seattle um, um, reunion party uh, is going to be this Saturday. June 1st, starting at 7 p.m. Kevin Mason's going to kick it off, and it is going to be um, um, at the Whiskey West on California and Fauntleroy, uh, down by what used to be called the Corner Inn. And I wanted to, what I wanted to do, I wanted to make sure that I mentioned everybody's name from the Crystal Sect. We got Tom Hopp, Dave Coleman, Bob Rice, Mark Orson and myself. And I definitely want to thank Therese Mock Miller, who's going to be singing a couple songs. We have a couple surprise songs she's going to do. Michael McElhoy, that used to be in a band called The Nightmates, he's going to be doing some tunes. And I think I mentioned Kevin, and there's going to be some surprises. So that's uh, this Saturday, and uh, we're looking forward to seeing as many people down there as possible. That sounds fun. Are you going to bring back Jim Morrison to do Light My Fire? We actually got a really good vocals. That is not an easy song to sing. No, and my not. bass player from the Crystal Sect and, and Mark are in a band called The Beaters, and they have a fabulous lead singer. I wish I could remember his name, but he, they do that in their show, so we're going to bring him up, which is good. We like to get as many people involved as possible. He's going to get up and sing that particular song. 
That sounds like it's worth the price of admission right there. I might just show up. You never know. <laughs> yeah. I hope I'll, I hope to see if you do come up and say hi, okay? Yeah, I will, definitely. Okay. I want to thank you, and I want to thank everybody listening, and I'm looking forward to seeing you soon and wishing everybody peace and love out there. All right. Thanks a lot, Tim. Thank you so much, Bruce.